You are listening to the Wrestling Groupie Podcast. This is your host, Mike. Uh, it is Saturday, May 15th, the night before WrestleMania Backlash, and one night after after the uh, somewhat surprising and sudden death of ECW legend New Jack. Uh, so we'll talk about him a little bit and give our predictions for Backlash. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Mike, what's up, bro? What's happening? Man, first off, how you doing? Hey, always good. Always good. I'm alive. I can't complain. That's what's up. Uh, well, before we get into uh, New Jack, there's been another signing by WWE. There's been another they, signing? Yeah, they signed another woman. Zelina oh. Vega. Zelina Vega. Good. You should have never let her go. Yeah, she. They surely shouldn't have. She's very, very talented. Uh, she was a perfect manager in my eyes, and she can wrestle some. Yeah, she's a, she's actually pretty. She's actually a pretty good wrestler. She's way better wrestler than Eva. Uh, than uh, 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 what's the old girl? Eva Marie. Yeah, uh, or uh, or is it Eva Marie or is it Evolution? Uh, Evolution now. Oh, yeah. whatever the fuck. I don't She ain't going to do nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you brought up uh, uh, Eva Marie. What do you think they're thinking? I, I, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't, I don't know what they're thinking with this because it was just like, what? You as a fan... Why do you watch wrestling? I mean, when it comes to the women in wrestling, do you watch them for their looks, or are you actually past that? You know, did you like leave that in the nineties, early two thousands? And uh, are you into women actually doing some wrestling? Because uh, yes. that's what I'm into. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's, it's it's like like we talked about that before. When whenever they changed that belt from the divas belt. That's what they were going to. They were going into these more athletic, more uh, show-stopping women. Yeah. Well, I was there for that match. Because, because I, I, I said Becky carried the, the company for like a good two years. But to tell you the truth, the women really have been carrying everything. Yeah, for the longest time. I mean, it, it starts with, with NXT. Yeah. I mean, these women that hit NXT and they, you know, they, they change the game and then they come to the main roster and they just bring all that to the main roster and they've, you know, broken through that glass ceiling. You know, they've, they've done more than Eva fucking Marie. Eva Marie and all oh people. Uh, you know what? All I can really do is just sit back and have low expectations. Yeah. It's, it's like watching a movie. You know, if you go in with high expectations, then you're probably going to be let down. Uh, so, yeah. It's, it's, I just, I wish I had words. I've had weeks to come up with something to, to try to put, you know, try to put something together about this, uh, 
whole Eva Marie thing, but it just it just blows my mind every time. It's just, I, I'm, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. You are. She is a badass woman to look at. And she's but, coming in as a baby face. Yeah. It's it's like I you know you you good on the eyes. You are yeah. perfect on the eyes, but other than I don't want to see you in the wrestling ring. Hopefully you just be a manager or something. I don't know, man. She wants to she wants to she wants to inspire inspire people. She wants to be a role model. She wants well, to be somebody that the that these uh other women can look at and uh look up to. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You've never I mean, been that. You weren't that the first time around. Well, there's already two role models already. We got Bailey and in AEW, uh the number one contender for for their women's title. Uh why am I drawing a blank on her name? Who Cargill? No, and no, not Cargill. Uh uh Adam Cole's girlfriend. Oh, uh uh, uh Britt. Yes, Britt Baker. Yes, thank you, sir. Yeah, you know she's a role model. You know what I mean? We don't need these women. Women, I don't think women wrestlers need. I don't think women need, need another role model. Not not one. Brit, not one like Eva Marie. Yes, Britt is one of those ones that's in the wrong freaking league. You think she, she's you think on in a in NXT? Yes. She needs to be. She needs to be on that WWE side. Her and Cargill, both of them, both of y'all need to be over here, over here on the WWE side. Uh, definitely, Jay Cargill. Jake, yeah. if Jay Cargill came over here, uh, well, came over here like I work for WWE. Uh, if she, if she went to NXT, um, they would keep her on TV for a couple of years, and just really tighten up everything about her. Yeah. Look. I mean, the skills, I mean, she would come out, I mean, like a gold-dipped rose, man. She would come out just perfect. Yeah, the look is already there. You ain't got to worry about the look. The look is there. The look is there. But, I mean, gear-wise, you know, they would change up the gear a little bit. Right now, it's a little bit. I would. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of, it's like a beginner. Yeah. It's like a, it's it's beginner gear. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty basic. Yeah, it is. It is because you look at it and you be like, "Huh." Yeah, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you can do so much better. Yeah, <laughs> but well, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with you. It's it's it's, it's still we in the beginner stages. We in the beginner yeah. stages. Yeah, it should get better. Uh, yeah. Why are we talking about Jay? How do you feel about this whole? Uh, she's looking for a manager, but she handles her own business. I can't. I can't stand it. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. What the it doesn't. The manager's there to handle your business, and you all you need to do is, is wrestle and make the money. But she she basically wants to, I don't know what she wants. You know what I mean? She, she needs to work she, she need to work on her mic skills too. And that's why she would do better in NXT, where they mm. would they would keep her on TV and get that and get that together and get it as tight as you can before you bring her out. You know what I mean? So she can come out. If if she went to NXT, she didn't keep her on TV for a while. You know, like I say, you know, tighten those skills up a little bit more. 
which I understand that's the purpose of AEW Dark and AEW Dark Evolution is for them to get reps and, you know, get that practice in. I get that. But, you know, I could I could see her taking that NXT women's title off of Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of star Jay Cargill can be. Yeah. I ain't trying to sound like a Jay, like a Jay Cargill hater because I'm not. You know, she she's great. But she could do so much more outside. She, yes, of outside of AEW. Yes. AEW is still a very, very young company. They're not even, maybe they're maybe two years old, you know, or almost two years old. You know, they got a lot of growing to do. And developing stars from the ground up is not their forte. Not yet. No. Because that's exactly where she comes from. She hasn't wrestled anywhere else. She has, you know, she's she's as green as she can be. And when you're that green, you know, you want to go somewhere. You don't get me wrong, AEW is a good spot to start, but you want to start more, you know, NXT-ish. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, man. let's go ahead and talk about this uh, New Jack. Yeah, man, I'm kind of you know I'm 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 you got I'm, more I'm, connection with you got more connection to New Jack than me. I I didn't learn about New Jack until you know Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, yeah, no, I watched that <laughs> do stupid shit and just be like, who is this dude? Like, I mean, but once again, I'm I, you know rest in peace to. Somebody who was honestly one of the craziest, if not the craziest person in wrestling ever I've seen. Yeah. I mean, even crazier than Brian uh, Kim, uh, Pillman was trying to be. Yeah. I mean, New Jack was well, that dude. And I'm cool. I think everybody can basically say that Brian Pillman was, you know, just working. He was just, you know, he was just doing an act. He's just in character. Yeah. With, with New Jack, uh, like they say in that Dark Side of the Ring episode, you don't know where New Jack starts and Jerome Young begins. Yeah, for you know, real. <laughs> you know, that, and that's, why, that's what made him so good, man. That's why when I, when I look at the career of New Jack and the things that he did to, the, you know, to, to just rile up the crowd and get a hold of the crowd, man, he, he grabbed the crowd like nobody else. True. It might, it might have been easy for him just to piss off white people. You know, that, that, that can be an easy thing to do. But, I mean, like it was, like I say, he's, he he found so many ways to do it. He was so good at it. Yeah, he was so good at it. He was so good at being the bad guy and being the most hated. And then he, then he was fearless. I mean, when you get to thinking about uh, all the things he would jump off of and the way that he would actually wrestle, uh, he was borderline, you know, putting on death matches. Yeah, true. That, that that's a damn good point. He was. Did you get a chance to check out that Nick Gage or Dark Side of the Rain thing? Uh, uh-uh, I started it, and it was like yeah. three minutes into it. I was yeah, like, that's damn, damn, damn. That's, damn. Like, that's, that's all you need to see. That's all you need to see. That is some crazy shit. When he jumped off the top of the house. Into the back of the through a table onto the back of a pickup. That's when I was like, uh, uh-uh. 
Yeah. Y'all doing some crazy, crazy yeah. shit. This season of Dark Side of the Ring, man, I, I'm interested because of a lot of this stuff, this is stuff I don't, I'm not too familiar with. Yeah. Uh, so, especially a guy like Nick Gage, I've never in my life watched a death match. Well, I'm, I mean, you usually see those, and you, me and Will was talking about that. You usually see those on those little DVDs in corner stores. Yeah. Yeah, right next to the ass shaking videos, the girls going wild uh, videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you find them with those, and then, you know, you see extreme backyard wrestling or something like that. I mean, you see them, but you never, you never watch it. I mean, you're not gonna watch that because it's not WWE or it's not AEW or WCW. It wasn't none of that. So it's yeah. like, what is this old cheap ass bullshit? And you turn that shit on, and these dudes are putting themselves through a whole like sheets of like glass, like yeah, large like large window panes and. And light to light fixture tubes, and you know, set each other on setting the table, set each other on fire, and what the hell is all of this? Replacing the replacing the ropes with barbed wire. I'm not, well, well, I I'm saw not, that in ECW a lot. I'm not bouncing off of that. Oh man! But like I said, I never even watched ECW. I've never watched an episode of ECW from beginning to end. Dude, peep this. Sam, I want to say Sandman put Raven into you. You know how you can get tied up, you get your arms tied up in the ropes. Yeah, Sandman did Raven like that, except it was the ropes with barbed wire. Uh, and he took that Kano stick and went upside his head. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, that's I mean that's some extreme shit right there. I mean. That's not really my cup of tea, I don't think. But like I say, I've <laughs> never, I've never actually watched a match like that. Uh, yeah, that just seemed that just seems so extreme. ECW was crazy when it came out. Now this Nick Ga- this Nick Gage guy, he's he's past ECW. He's like way past that. Uh, yeah, they they doing some like I said, they doing some other world shit. I don't, I don't know some backyard wrestling for real. Now, if you if you get into the episode, you'll see uh you know clips of him having uh this guy Nick Gage having a match with like uh John Moxley, uh David Arquette. Uh, this is the guy he 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 wrestled David Arquette and cut David Arquette's throat. Uh, yeah, this this is that guy. Nick Gage actually died once. Uh, just from a death match he. Got a piece of glass stuck in his side. He cut an artery, and he bled out in the uh, helicopter on the way to the hospital. Well, you, you, you know, well, hey, he, he was <laughs> dead. He was dead for seven minutes, and they had to revive. You know what I mean? So, oh, I mean, I mean that, that that's the that's the risk you take. That's the risk. And then on top of that, you take those fluorescent light bulbs. Do you know what's in those things when you uh, when you smash them? Well, my wife was watching that with me, and she said that there's poison inside of those. Yes, if it gets inside of your uh, skin into your blood, it, it's that's poison. Okay, I didn't know that, but I've never in in my life had any uh, intentions of smashing one of those lights or being smashed with one of those lights or smashing those lights on anybody. Uh, well, I did. I used to, you know, <laughs> you, you go. 
I used to work for this dude that had a janitorial service, so he would change out those light bulbs. So you know, I you know, I get to the the dumpster. I'm playing javelin. You know, oh, I'm man. throwing the motherfuckers up in there, just yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, <clears throat> that's when that's when I found out he was like, hey, you know, don't stand too close to them when they bust because it's all kind of poisonous gas off inside of them. That's what makes yeah. them fluorescent light. Okay, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's what she was saying. So yeah, uh, I mean, they used a ton of those, man. If you watch that whole episode, there was hundreds and hundreds of those things. Yeah, I mean, at one point, at one point, they lined them. I mean, all the way around the ring, just have them standing up against the ropes. Uh, and that's actually what happened with Nick Gage when he had the when he actually died. Uh, you know, how, you know, how you just get thrown through the ropes. You just go through the ropes and go to the ground. Well. And he had to pass through those light bulbs and got one stuck in his side. And blood is just gushing, just gushing, you know, out of his armpit. Uh, it's a very bloody episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very I bloody episode. It, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of it. Yeah, it's... But I watched, it's, the, I, I watched the Brian Pillman one. No. The Brian Pillman episode, uh, like I say, everything there, I was basically learning everything. Uh, only thing with Brian Pillman that I actually remember is the Stone Cold uh, breaking into his house and, you know, the whole gun thing. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. <laughs> that is the only thing that I have a memory of, of Brian Pillman. Other than I, that, I forgot he, he was with Stone Cold as a tag team. That's yeah. the only part I really... I was like, oh, I forgot about that shit. Now, when I saw that, I remember... You know, I faintly remember seeing those guys come out together on some, on some old DVDs I had. Yeah. But just faintly, you know what I mean? Just, you know, nothing, nothing really that stuck with me. Now, yeah. this guy, Brian Pillman, that, this dude's life was crazy. You know, 20 minutes, into the, 20 minutes into that episode, I had to stop it and just kind of take... And just kind of... Just take it all in. Yeah, dude was dude was out there having, you know, he had a nice wife, and he, it's like it's like he just kind of came home with a kid. Yeah, he hey, did. <laughs> he did. Jeez, dude, he did that a few times. A few times. God dang, dude. <laughs> you know, then when, then baby mama, uh, baby mama number two did uh, just killed herself. Yeah. Yeah, and and in a way, it's it was kind of his fault. Yeah, you know, he, him he, him and his new wife. I mean, how many times did you did you bring an extra baby on for this woman, and then then when you divorce her, you almost immediately get married to your to you know a woman that you cheated on her with. That alone drives a woman crazy. And then when she comes to see her child, you snatch the child of her arms and accuse her of, of kidnapping. And accuse her of kidnapping. When you snatch accuse a... her of kidnapping. Now I don't have kids, but I'm 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 pretty sure when you snatch a child out of a woman's hands, that's a lot like snatching a heart out of a chest. You know, man, man. So yeah, I'm sure he felt guilty, and he did right. He did right to pay for the entire funeral. Uh, but yeah, his this dude's life was pretty extreme. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty raw, and I was I was like, damn, 
I was like, yeah, well, they talking about, you know, he had a, a, a massive heart failure from all the pain. Is is it no that nigga probably got into some depression and then just like it like his sister said, he would take a pill. If he the pain didn't stop, I'm taking another pill. If the pain didn't stop, I'm taking another pill. I'm just steady popping these motherfuckers like Skittles. I mean, hell. Uh, well, I mean, you know what? And I shouldn't be surprised, but after he died, then they they did this interview with his wife, uh, you know, baby mama number three. I'm, I'm guessing, or wife number three. Uh, the one with the glasses. Did she have glasses? I don't know. I don't think she did. Because uh, I think she, he was only married twice. Okay. Well, the not the woman that killed herself. The one he was married to after her. Yeah, that's the one with the glasses. That's the one that okay. had the boy. That's the one that had uh, Junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so after he dies, you know, Vincent Man tells her, hey, you know, we want to do this interview with you. Uh you know, via satellite, live TV, and, yeah. this, is we, and this, this is what we're going to ask you. Then they get her on there and ask her something completely different. Completely they, different. That, that, that's, at that point, you, it's like, Vince, are you looking, are you just doing this to try to get money? Yeah. Are you doing this to pop a rating? Because. Yeah. That's I mean, all what it was for. He wasn't a billionaire at the time, but he had plenty of money. More than enough money where he needed to be doing stuff like this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's what it was for. It was for ratings. It was strictly for ratings. Now my wife got pissed when uh when you know after they asked her, you know, now now that your husband's dead, how are you going to raise? These three kids, you know, I was like, that ain't none of your business. I said, I got mad behind that question. I was like, whoa, I was, yeah, I was pissed at the question. Uh, my wife got pissed at her answer because she called those kids orphans, yeah. And it's like, I'm sitting there, like, whoa, orphans, I didn't think you were an orphan until you lost both of your parents, so that's. That, and, and, and that's what I said about that lady. That's what I said about her. I mean, that's why your kids re- resent you. Yeah, because, because it's, you were, so he was out getting money, you know, wrestling, doing the best he can to try to wrestle as hard as he was. And you're basically out here, you know, modeling and doing drugs and trying to, you know, you know, trying to get your piece of the pie. And now when he dies, now all of a sudden the kids are orphans? Yeah. You know, what is that? You know, they're not orphans. They have a mother, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, that, that whole episode, man, just him, you know, fall asleep at the wheel, going through the windshield, and then that long process of, you know, the, the busted ankle. And, uh, but I remember, I remember that. I remember him being in the ring, and you just like, why is he wrestling? And now to see this is all why he he was wrestling that way. Now I'm like, uh. So I can't. I, I think I ended that episode. You know, thinking Brian Pittman was a decent dude. You know, he just a guy that was on drugs and he needed money to try to feed these kids. He had a, he had like five kids, right? Like he had a bunch yeah. of kids. Yeah, five kids total. 
he, you know, he, he had no choice but to wrestle her because, you know, you done, you you had you you tricked Eric Bischoff into firing you so that you could, you know, put you know pit pit uh pit these two companies against each other. W uh, I don't know if it was WWE or WWF at the time, but you know yeah. you got these two, you got these two companies trying to give you a contract, but you got yourself fired from WCW so that you could try to get a bigger contract from WWF. And your your ankle is busted. Yeah, you have no idea when you'll actually be able to start wrestling. You can only put that off for so long. But I mean, he fandangled his way into getting the contract. Still, yeah, he got the contract. But I mean, but at what cost? I mean, he wasn't he wasn't healthy enough to start wrestling yet, Mm-mm. and he had to go out there anyway. Which you know led led to him popping more painkillers, led which led to him you know overdosing. Yeah, it's just like it's just like man, you, that I guess but in that day and time they didn't take care of wrestlers like they do now. Yeah, these days wrestlers are taken care of you know extremely well. They're much more careful with these guys than they were back then. So I guess it's just you know with the times. Uh, so, uh, oh, did you happen to see? I know you didn't watch Blood and Goods, but did you happen to see that Chris Jericho's fall from the top of the uh, Blood and Goods cage? Yeah. Uh, now I know that fall looked horrible, and I'm the first one to admit that the moment it happened, I was I was annoyed. It took me out of the moment, and I was talking a lot of shit. Uh. But Jericho actually dislocated his elbow from that fall, so I take back everything I said. My bad. That wasn't that was a serious that was a serious fall. It, How it did he dislocate his elbow? That's still a little large fall, bro. He still fell from twenty feet. Yeah, but how did you dislocate your elbow? You didn't fall that deep into that. I no, guess when he... you hit the stage. Yeah, I mean, I guess just the momentum of you falling like that. I mean. Gravity is a motherfucker. I, I get yeah. And gravity but that's why I was like, win. if you had did something to your shoulder, your back, your neck, I can understand that. But your that's the only thing that happens. You dislocated your elbow. Yeah, he dislocated his elbow, man. So that cast he had on Dynamite was was legit. I mean, really, really, really when the cast more of a brace, and to me, it was like, a, I was like, is that a is that a knee brace? But you know, what do I know? I'm not a doctor. Uh, yeah, he actually dislocated his elbow, so he we shouldn't expect to see any action from him for uh, anywhere from four to six weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's still gonna come out there talking shit, though. Oh yeah, definitely, he can still talk. Uh, I'm definitely, and I'm definitely looking forward to Double or Nothing. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta try to watch that man. These AEW pay per views, uh. Probably, there's something really special every time. That's all I hear. You know, I've probably only heard of one or two bad pay-per-views from them. But uh, the build, the build to their matches are usually pretty good. And I mean, I mean, hell, they, they just they just put on good shows, man. Yeah. Uh, did you happen to catch Miro's, uh, uh, aka Rusev's win? No, I didn't. That's that that's one of the matches I missed. 
You missed. I mean, that boy be he tried to kill Darby Allen. Well, everybody pretty much kills him. Yeah, but you know, this is different with you know with with Miro. We know how big of a monster he is, and now he's like he says, uh, unchained. So I mean, he basically destroyed Darby Allen. For a good fifteen minutes, ten to fifteen minutes or so, just throwing them around outside the ring, you know, throwing them around on you know straight concrete, just killing them, doing everything he can, just doing everything he can to try to kill them before the ref actually rings the bell. But you know, to Darby Allen and, and Rusev, because it takes two. This was a really good match, man. Because after all of that. I expected the match to end quickly, and mm-hmm. it didn't. You know, once the bell actually rung, there was another 15 to 20 minutes of, you know, of a match. And it brought me to the point where it's like, you know, is Darby actually going to win this? And, of course, he doesn't, and he shouldn't. But just that just that feeling of he might just pull this off, that... That's what's up. That's that's a sign that Darby Allen is, you know, one of those elite wrestlers, man. One of those guys that can make you believe. Yeah, and that's what you want. That's what you want. He sells. He's he sells it. He sells good. Yeah, he sells. He sells his his action. His action good. Because everybody else still is a little, especially the young bucks. They really need to work on it. They can't sell nothing. Yeah, the, the, don't get me wrong. The Young Bucks matches, man, they are still, you know, I want to say they're they're one of the best tag teams in the world, but their matches are always fun. They're always entertaining, but like I said, they just don't sell enough. Mm-mm. They just they don't, don't, man. Not at all. They can really milk some of the stuff that they do in these matches to draw a little bit of drama out of it. Out of those matches, man, to just bring you into it just a little bit more, to get yeah. that, to get those few people that can't stand your matches, to take a second look at you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because there's a, there's a lot of people that's just not into them. Yeah, because you you gotta sell it more. I mean, y'all are going too fast. It's like you just got dropped on your back of your head, outside of the ring onto the mat. And then all the, then two seconds later, here you are doing the finished move and you cheering and shit. It's yeah, like sell it's, it, bro. They go so hard that even Excalibur, who's probably the best announcer in the game right now, the best commentator in the game. I'm sorry, not announcer, but the best commentator in the game right now can't even keep up with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah Y'all doing too much in a five minute period. Yeah, it's it's like. Uh, I, I know I know it frustrates somebody like Jr., who's who's mentioned time and time again. It's just slow down a little bit. Yeah, you don't have to be the slowest team. Not every not every match has to be a a, a long drag out. You know, you know, fight. Yeah, punch but you, fast. But you can slow down a little bit. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 get into the WrestleMania backlash. Does it feel like WrestleMania has been is is does it feel like it's been five weeks since WrestleMania? It it feels like it's been a little bit longer than that to me. Yeah, right. Because I guess we're just so used to getting these pay per views, you know, 
three to four weeks, you know, behind each other. But this is kind of, it feels like it's kind of been a long time. It's been a minute. Uh, it really has. Now, there's only six matches tomorrow. So, that I'm loving. Uh, keep these people well, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a major, it's not a major, major. It's, it's yeah. just, it's, it's the one after the major. Yeah, but and these are the pay-per-views that actually end up surprising me, man. Like, you know, I go into it, oh, this ain't going to be shit. And then I end up having a really good time watching the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just see. Uh, the, since there's only six matches, there's only one non-title match. And that is Damian Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match. <sighs> what do you think of this? <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna start with all of the raw matches first because they're the least compelling. So <laughs> <laughs> usually is. So yeah, Damian Priest versus the Miz in a lumberjack match. I'm gonna um, go for Damian Priest because that's my yeah. boy. Yeah, it, it gotta be Damian Priest, right? I hope it is. It should um, be. Why would the Miz beat Damian Priest? Um, I can't. I can't see it. To give Miz his hype back. Does the Miz need hype? No. He, like, like he says, he's a he's a two time uh, Grand Slam champion. He's main event at WrestleMania. Yada 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 blah the blah the blah the blah. You know, <laughs> it's That's true. You know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if Miz just disappeared for a little bit. But honestly, I feel like the Miz should lose. Uh, so of course I'm picking Damian Priest, and then you just they just go you get farther into this Miz and and John Morrison breakup that that it looks like we're gonna get. I say they become a tag team champion. I tell, I say they become tag teams and go get the belt. Uh, Miz and John Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, they've done that already, man. And it's just, uh, it's just that John Morrison. Uh, I really enjoy watching his matches. He's his know, older matches, not these newer ones. These newer ones are. It, it, it's it's like you're not exploiting this man's full talent and capability. That's that's the WWE. That's raw. They they don't. I heard Shinsuke Nakamura talk about this, how they only get, you know, we only get, you know, seven minutes, you know, including entrances for your match. It's kind of hard to, you know, to get to get all your stuff in and to, and, and to tell the, the match and, tell the, and to tell the story that you want to tell in these matches. You just kind of get, you just got to kind of hit the hot points and get out of there. And since I don't really Morrison's first run. I remember some of it. Yeah, I remember he was really good. He was since really I, good. Since he I don't was remember, really good. Since I don't remember all of it from what I've seen, just you know, just on Raw. First off, he's funny. Yeah, you know, Johnny Drip Drip. Johnny Drip Drip. That's my boy right there. The way he said that boy Damian Priest this week. He uh, he walked. They when they walked into uh, Adam Pierce's office and. He went to Damian Priest and said, "What are you doing in here? Shouldn't you still be drying off after you know coming in contact with the most with the most moist superstar?" <laughs> the most last moist week, superstar. Last week, you want him to still be drying off from last week? Oh, Johnny Drip Drip. 
See what I'm saying? I don't know what I really want. John and Drip Drip. I'm just going to say this now. What are two matches I want for SummerSlam? The Miz versus John Morrison and Jimmy versus Jay. Oh, that's two matches. Yes, yes. That's two matches I want for SummerSlam. SummerSlam mm-hmm. is still a couple of months away. You know, you got a little time to keep building these stories to where you can get to, you know, two really hot grudge matches. Okay. That would uh, be dope. That would be yeah, dope. Dope, right? Uh, it's coming to it. It's coming to it. The Jimmy and Jay thing is definitely coming to a head. Man, the the stories on SmackDown, man. Like I'm, I look forward to the next week of SmackDown. Yeah, the The next few weeks. Yes, the stories that they tell, the story, you know, the Usos and Roman. uh, It's so good. It's so good. It's the drama and how everything, how everything makes sense. You know how you got. The whole Roman versus Jay thing was great, and how yes. Jay Jay ended up losing, and so now he's you know on the Roman's thumb, and then he's like that for so long that you kind of see in his face that he's unhappy. You know, he, it's like Roman, it's like Roman took his balls from him. You know, he's kind of a broken man, and it's like damn, this is one of the this dude is part of the, one of the hottest tag teams of our generation. Yeah. Then his brother comes back and he's kind of trying to pull him out of it. But, you know, Jay bit, Jay's been in that position for so long. It's, it's like trying to out of an abusive relationship. Yeah. It's not easy. You know, you know, you try to pull him out and it's like, well, I got, I can't leave him because my CDs are in his truck. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's like that, man. It's, it's good, man. It's really good. I don't know where it ends. Hopefully, it ends with the, with their family, you know, standing together. You know, and it, hell, I wouldn't mind if they brought Tamina into it. But you know, I, I hope it's all of them standing together at the end of the day. You know what? I didn't. I didn't know Nia was Simone. Yeah, yeah, she's part of their family too. Which is yeah, yeah, man. They they been man. They've been rocking it, man. Their whole family's been rocking it. It's like these Samoans is running SmackDown right now. <laughs> but the Samoans, and I honestly have been, you know, probably one of the most dependable families in all of wrestling for a very yeah. long time. For a very long time. Always dependable. And, always going to get a good match. Always going to get a good show. And since we talk about them, I'm just going to go ahead and shout out Jacob Fatu. Out in a uh, ML, you know, in MLW, uh, in a, he uh, he works for MLW. He's you know he's their champ over there. He's the top champ over there. So I mean, their whole family all the way around. They're out there holding gold and and doing big things. Oh, it's another Fatu. Yeah, Jacob Fatu. He you know, he's at MLW, Major oh. League Wrestling. Oh. Which which uh which they just signed a contract with uh Vice. And I gotta say I watched a little bit of that stuff today. I watched a little bit of the MLW uh on Vice today. It's it's very minor league. It's Vice, my, it's... Vice has what them and TNA I wanna say. 
No, no, TNA is uh, on Access TV, which is a very hard station to get. Oh. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next match. Not everything from here is for titles. So, uh, for the Raw Women's title, you have Rhea Ripley versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. Why do I feel like somehow, some no, no, Charlotte's not going to win. But she's going to complain her way right back into getting the title shot. It's hard so, to bet against her. It's it's hard to bet against her, but I don't see her getting it. I don't see her getting it back yet. I see I see her getting mad that, that she's getting passed up. I mean, yeah. Rhea has the belt. Bianca has the belt. And, I mean, Bailey's getting – I mean, she's getting the overlooked. She's gonna yeah. get pissed off, and then I, I say probably by like SummerSlam, maybe SummerSlam, she might get it back because she's gonna fandango her way back into another title shot. Oh, definitely, Charlotte Flair. I don't, I mean, I don't know if she can be on pay per view without a title shot. Yeah, not now. I mean, she had she had a non title match against uh, Trish Stratus at SummerSlam one time, but that's Trish Stratus. Yeah. They don't have anybody, you know, like that right now for Charlotte Flair, so she got to fight for gold. Yeah. Uh, but who you, who you got, Rhea Ripley or Oscar? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Rhea's gonna keep that belt. I say Rhea's gonna keep that belt because this is because these are the two champions I predicted. These are the two women champions I predicted. So so and... I'm I'm riding with my girls. That's great. Uh, I really want Rhea Ripley to keep it, but they're not gonna give it back to Oscar. I can't. I, I doubt. Yeah, I don't see them giving it back to Oscar either. Uh, but I, I can't help but pick Charlotte Flair. I it's hard not to. I can't help but pick It's hard not to. She's she's won way more titles than. You know, than any woman in history. Yeah. So far. Yeah. I mean, damn, bro. Charlotte Flair is she's she's a woman. She's a woman right now, man. Yeah. yeah I pick Charlotte. Uh, damn, Oscar. And I just it's because you don't speak no English and, and and you don't have no you don't have no promo game. It's just we don't know what you're saying, my nigga. You you can't do that. <laughs> Well, they've been, they've been doing it for a long time, and when it comes to Rhea Ripley, I, I believe in Rhea Ripley, but they have they have taken her character and just watered it all the way down. She's like unsweet tea to me right now. She's like she hasn't done anything in these matches with Oscar. The chemistry just hasn't been there. So they kind of need Charlotte Flair in this match. I, I believe with Charlotte Flair in this match, they gonna it's gonna it, it'll be good. They'll push it to another level. Uh, you know but, what? What if the person that comes and takes the belt already has a belt from Rhea? You mean Io? <sighs> Not no 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 no. I, I said the person that takes the belt from. Uh, Rhea yeah. already has a, a belt. You ain't talking about Bianca. 
No, I'm talking about the person that threw her ass through a goddamn stage. <laughs> oh, Raquel. Man, uh, I want Raquel to stay at NXT, and I, I'm loving her spot right now. She needs this to, because the thing with the thing with her is she hasn't really had a whole lot of singles matches. So this is fresh, man. She's gonna, you know, with these singles matches, she can, you know, develop her own one-on-one stories. And I don't want her anywhere near Raw right now. She's still. I feel like she's still kind of finding her complete character. Mm. And it's just like, man, she just needs to stay where she is. She, she, you got the most prestigious woman's title in all of wrestling right now. Yeah, that's true. I think if any woman, I think any woman in wrestling right now would want to be the NXT Women's Champion because. I think that's well known as the best women's division in the world. Yeah. Even now. Even and they though they lose in it. Yeah, even though they even though they lose women to Raw and SmackDown, they still continue to have the hottest women's division. I wanna see what old girl would swerve uh, that's a way off topic. Oh man, yeah, I can't wait to see what she can do too. Yeah, um, I wanna see I wanna see what she can do. Man, those thighs. Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on before we start. Uh... Yeah, that's, that's what I said. That's yeah. a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's only one more, one more match from Raw, and that's another triple threat. Uh, this is this is so lazy to me. They just have two triple threats just because. But uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre coming for the WWE Championship. <laughs> Bobby ain't finna lose it right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think Bobby's Bobby, finna lose it right now. Yeah, Bobby ain't finna lose it right now. I don't know what it is, but I feel like Drew is just he's just fading farther and farther away from this title. I think so too. You're not the only one that seems it seems like that too, because it's it seems like that. It's like you you're falling away from the, the from the the title and it, and it may be they're just doing that just for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he face overall. There's still yeah. there's still not a baby face that's probably more powered up than Drew. But I feel like he's like Drew is like he's like Wilson and Castaway when you know you know when you know when he fell asleep on the raft and and he woke up and Wilson just floating away. Yeah, that's what I that's what I feel like. You know, Drew is and Drew is with the title. It's just floating away from him, man. Yeah, and it's sad. And it's sad because he had it for so long. Well, it feels like a long time, but he just had it during the worst time in the company's history. Yeah. So it's not it's not his fault that the, that the heat that the rings weren't going up. It was just kind of the way of the world. But now yeah. they got it on Bobby, and I feel like they really, really like Bobby. Yeah. And Braun Strowman, he, he's just Braun Strowman. <laughs> you know, he, he's he's nothing. He's not doing. He's not really doing anything right now. Uh, it's, it's Braun. You would be. You, I mean, you could be a good champion, but it's just like you're not going to hold the belt long because we just don't. You know, we don't believe you. Well, he's lost so many matches now. It's. I mean, I get it. Not every. And again, you can't win every match. But a guy like Braun Strowman should have very few losses. Very and, few. And the build up to this to these to this match right here, 
this match here in particular, we've seen Drew and we've seen Braun both lose in the past couple of weeks on Raw. Yeah. So why would I be? Why would I believe that they can win the title now? If they and if they did win, why would I care? They're losers at this point. Well, to stop the losing, <sighs> to stop the bleeding. I don't think they're going to get it from Bobby, but you never know what might happen. They might throw a curveball off in there, and Drew might get it back. And make him a three-time three time champ. Yeah, I mean, let me know. I don't mind Drew being champ at all. I like Drew as champ. But, you know, for somebody like Bobby that's worked so hard for so long, you know, you know, just let him have it for a little while. Yeah. I just like I said, I just really hate that they broke up this hurt business, but we might be getting something good out of out of uh, Sheldon and out of Sheldon and Cedric. He might start he might get a good program out of those two. Yeah. I mean I, I see, mean, did you, did you see Sheldon beat uh, Cedric this past week? Yeah, I, I, I saw that week. he I saw he beat him. I didn't watch the match though. I saw that he beat him. Yeah, he broke out of yeah, Sheldon uh so since they've been texting for a while, every time Shed would go for the uh, pay dirt, yeah, uh, Cedric had the one up. You know, he just you know, he just, nah, he ain't getting with that. He tried yeah. three times, and Shed had to break out his old finisher, that T Bone Suplex. Oh, yeah, he had to break that out, and he got the win. It was good. It was a good story. They told a good story. So I, I just wonder where they're gonna go with this, but I just really hate that they broke those guys up anyway. You know, that, those, those, that could be two guys that you could put in front of Bobby Lashley before, you know, the challenger actually gets to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, that, that challenger got to have had to be two these two guys before they get to Bobby. But right now, you're just walking straight up to Bobby and trying to get your shot. Yeah. Uh, now, to the more compelling matches. Uh Bianca Belair versus No, don't don't ask, don't 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 ask me that. Don't ask me that. Don't do well, we that. We all we all know it's Bianca. Do that. We don't all know it's Bianca. Yeah, Bailey's not getting it from her. Bailey's not gonna be the one to get it from her. If anybody get that belt, it's gonna be Sasha gonna get it back from her. I I feel like this is I, probably gonna be a really good match though. It's gonna be a good match, and I wouldn't be surprised if Bailey won. But I don't see you Bailey really? winning. You wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Bailey has not won a match since early February. She hasn't been in. A, she hasn't really been wrestling. That also. So uh, it's just like this is this is when this is when this is when the AEW matches become more important. Because yeah. you had before they get a title match, man, they gotta rack up some wins. They gotta show you something. And Bailey hasn't shown us anything. Not here recently. She hasn't won anything and she hasn't had any matches. No, she has had a match here recently with that, that six that six uh that six person mixed tag match. Yeah, that that's she, about it. And she didn't get a pin in that either. No. So it's just like, as much as I like Bailey, 
Because I was a big fan of the title reigns. I love long title reigns. Over a year, 380 days, that's that's a badass title reign. Yeah. That's the longest yeah. That's the longest women reign ever. Yeah. yeah, you don't slip in a banana peel and get that. No. That's, that's why I say it wouldn't be surprising. Just because... Just they're making a story out of it, and and they actually have a few between each other. Yeah. So, they, yeah. So they it would be like, before. yeah. And and Bailey's beat Bianca before. Yes. So I mean, they do have that, but I mean, I just could, I don't see it happening. I just think it would be. So, I just I don't I don't want it to happen. I don't see it happen. I'm just saying I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's it's been five weeks since WrestleMania, and I feel like this is a match that they were gonna do anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I I think for I think I think they probably know for a while that they weren't gonna have Sasha in this match. And if you got if you had four weeks, I mean, it only takes it really only takes one good week to build up something good. Yeah, but they just just have it, man. To at least start it and get it going. Yeah. Uh, now the match I'm probably most invested in because this is you know my superstar of the year that I said we should look out for. Uh, Dominic. So you got the Dirty Dogs versus the. Uh, oh, they gonna get the Mysterio oh, panel. Oh, they go, the Mysterio's gonna get this belt. I have to pick them. I have to pick them because of because I picked Dom to be the breakout star this year. Mm. So I have to pick them. But I don't like to see Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler lose, even though he loses absolutely all the time. All the time. I don't, I don't like to see Dolph Ziggler lose. Probably so you got because, Friday. Probably because that's that's he's probably my wife's current favorite male wrestler. If she isn't, you know, if she isn't losing her mind over the, over one of the Usos or whatever, then you know she she likes to see Dolph, she likes to see Dolph Ziggler wrestle. So you know, who who you talking about? My wife, she loves the Usos. Oh. It's annoying. Every time one of the Usos come out, she goes, can I have one? No. Uh, and, no and, and my and daughter is in love. And my daughter is in love with Roman. Yeah, she loves them. She loves them, too. And hey, is, this, is this the show with the pretty man on it? I don't know no pretty man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know no pretty man. Yeah, they, oh, don't let my sister-in-law come over here and then Roman comes out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like y'all busting the nut or something. This is one time y'all just. I gotta, I gotta put paper down. Jeez. <laughs> real I'm so, real I'm, shit. So before you mess up my couch. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we, so I think we're both going with Ray and Ray and Dom on this one, and I hope they get it. I, I want if, them to get it, and if they don't get it, then they'll get it at SummerSlam in front of fans. Hmm. Because some of this, some some will be in front of fans, and that's oh, actually, that's some, that's another little news story. I should probably we should probably go ahead and let people know. Uh, SummerSlam is the kickoff of them going back on tour. So, oh. yeah, after SummerSlam, it's back on the road. Well, then we going. AEW is what coming next month. I looked at those tickets and I would still be way too far back 
for me to be comfortable for the price that I would have to pay. Now, I, I don't get me wrong. I would pay those ninety dollars. I'll pay those. I'll pay ninety dollars for a ticket. Oh, that's it. A oh, boy, I thought you was gonna say like two or three hundred dollars or something. Ninety dollars. Uh, they, they have two or three hundred, two, two or three hundred dollar packages for VIP packages where you can get you know picture with the a picture with the belt. You can go in the back and meet you know maybe meet a couple of stars. They give you a. They give they, they give you a ticket to an open bar. You know, the more you pay, the more you get to drink for free before you have to start paying. Uh, it's they got they got some nice VIP packages for a couple if, hundred bucks. If I'm going backstage at AEW, I'm looking for one person. I Do don't not, give a fuck about none of you other people. I'm looking for one you, person. If she if she go have your your legs stretched like a witch, like a witch uh, you can do whatever you need to to me. I don't give a fuck. Do it. Do it. Put me in a figure four leg lock. I don't care. Oh, you gonna get me pregnant. I promise you. I, you gonna oh, get me man. pregnant. She gonna get me pregnant. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, now the main event, which I'm sure is gonna be the main event, uh, Roman versus Cesaro for the Universal Championship. You know, I, I I like Cesaro. I really like Cesaro, but you everybody know, it's likes, not going. It's not yeah. going to happen. It's not. Everybody likes Cesaro, and it's crazy because this is the match that I picked. I picked for this to happen after yeah. WrestleMania for Roman. You should. You do. You really did. You really it's did. To, it's for him to fight Cesaro because I don't want Big E anywhere near Roman Reigns right now. I probably feel like Big E, especially once crowds come back. Big E is the guy that can that the crowd will probably get behind to eventually beat Roman. If 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 Big E can turn down just a little bit on the way he talks and become and just if he could turn that down just a little bit and become and just talk a little bit more like a normal person, yeah, then. The crowd, I feel like the crowd that just happened gets like the next level with the crowd, and then we can get Biggie versus Roman at some point. At some point, not right now, but this is good for Cesaro because I don't think Cesaro has actually ever had a world title match. He's never had a match. He's never had because he's always been in the tag team. I mean, he was, he was, he was singles. He's been U.S. champ, and he's, I think, he's been Intercontinental champ as well. I he's, know he's, he's been, been U.S. champ. Yeah, he's been everything. I think he's been everything except uh, WWE or Universal Ch- Champion. Yeah. So, so this is good for him to get a one-on-one match like this. And it's yeah. just, this, and not even wrong. This probably go a few months. You know, it'll probably go a few months till they till they build up somebody else. Uh, we might even at some point get Jimmy versus Roman, but. Right now, this is a good spot for Cesaro. Uh, I just hate that he's not going to win. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I hate that he's not going to win. But, then, but he's going to look good in loss, though. He's going to look real good in during his loss. They're going to make him look like a million bucks. I mean, this is probably going to take Roman, Jimmy, and Jay to beat Cesaro. Yeah. Just like I said, see, this is the thing with Bailey. It's only been the past couple of weeks that they've really, really, really focused on Cesaro beating Roman, you know, building Cesaro up to a guy that he can beat Roman. He's kind of he's had to get past Seth. He had to get past Seth, and once he got past Seth, it's only been like 
you know, this week and then the week before where they really made Cesaro look good. Yeah. And, it, and it's only taking a few seconds. And they and they do and, and you telling me you can't do that with somebody like Bailey? Just to put just to put a little bit more onto that match. Just to put a little bit more into Bianca Belair's uh title match, just to make her match a little bit more important. So people care about her a little bit more. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta remember she came from NXT, which their their audience is only about seven hundred thousand. And you bring over to SmackDown with her audience their audience is average of two million. That's a lot of people that don't know what she did before she got here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you wanna you gotta put a little bit more into into Bianca. Yes. But, but either way it goes, uh only way that they could surprise me is if Jimmy some kind of way cost Roman his match. That's the only thing they could do to surprise me. I can see that happening. That I that would cause man. so much shit. <laughs> that would cause so man. much shit. <laughs> and, Ooh, and, my, my wife, and Roman's reaction. Oh, and my wife wants one of those shirts too. That nobody's bitch shirt. Yeah. Oh. Oh, she made me for one. I was like, we're, <laughs> we're not we're not wearing those type of shirts. We're not gonna, we're not gonna walk around with a shirt that says nobody's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a hell of a shirt. My daughter wants one too. She wants one too. Oh, she, 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 no. started, she, she was like, Oh, I need that shirt. How did she ask for it? I need that she, shirt. Okay. She was just like, I need that shirt. I need that shirt. Okay. I, I need I that wonder, shirt. I wonder if she cussed. Did it? Can I, can I get a nobody's bitch shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hell, man. she 22, so I don't, oh, I don't okay. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But oh. if 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 not okay, if Cesaro doesn't beat Roman, yeah, th- then then who's ne- who's up next to bat? Let's think about it. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I probably got a roster in my computer here somewhere, but I I honestly have no idea just off the top of my head uh, who that would be. I doubt it would be Alistair Black. Even though they're trying to do something with him, you're not a world champion. Well, Alistair Black, I believe he could be, but they they killed that when they locked him in that room. He's been in the room. They they locked him in a room for over a year. Once he came to uh, Canada WWE, once he came from NXT, they locked him up in a room, and then they didn't do much with him. And they took him out of that room and put him in another room where he's reading a book. So, it's not a roster. We got Alistair Black, Apollo Crews, uh, Big E, Cesaro. Uh, I got to take that and Brian off this list. He's now a free agent. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Dominic, Jay, no. Kevin Owens, been there, done that. Yeah. King Corbin. Uh, Lars Sullivan is gone. Uh, they still got Otis. Corb, uh, I can see Corbin maybe trying to make a little noise. Yeah, but uh, I would. They still got Ray. They got Ray Mysterio, Robert Roode. Uh, no, no. Sami Zayn. No. Seth Rollins. The next, the next, the next. That's your next. That's your next best choice right there. Is Seth. Yeah, it's Seth. 
I forgot about Seth. I forgot that's about next, Seth. That's the next best choice right there. Yeah. Because he's already kind of in the storyline, no, too. No, no. Next is Shinsuke Nakamura. No, no. Yeah, it's Shinsuke. If, gonna, if, if Cesaro you, can't what, do it, you can't do it. Believe me, this is this the way it's going to go. They're going to... They're gonna they're gonna put it's gonna be Roman and Cesaro for the next this pay per view maybe the next one and probably about SummerSlam ish we're probably gonna get Shinsuke versus Roman yeah because probably because right now Shinsuke's probably gonna probably gonna do some shit with Baron Corbin oh yeah that's right they are in between they are having a little few right now the whole the whole crown thing i thought was great i loved it i thought it was hilarious yeah, yeah it was it was it was it really was i mean maybe, I, I i like the way that barry corbin pin pin uh Nakamura. it was like it was kind of like you know i'm trying to get this big power bomb off i can't do it so I'm just gonna drop down and just and just and just stay like this for three seconds, and it worked. You know, he got the win. But I think at the end of the day, you put, you know put a few matches in between them. Nakamura, man, Nakamura. And if you don't, you, you I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised they even just slid Otis in there for a minute. No, no, no. Maybe that, I, maybe Otis for the Intercontinental Belt to go against Big E. Well, but, shit, but Big not... E ain't got it. Big E ain't got it. I don't think Big E is going to get it. I, I don't know if he's going to get that back from Apollo. Well, what if Big E becomes one of the next in line? <sighs> like I say, I don't want him to go right now. Man. I want them to keep him away for a while. Just build him up a little bit more. I want the crowd to care about I mean, I know, I know Big E is, his fanfare is, is probably unmatched to most guys on the roster. But yeah. you know, I, just not yet, right? Like, just not yet, man. Because because right now you don't see Roman losing his grip at all on that title. His grip is not loosening at all. And that's and I don't want Big E in there. I don't want to see Big E in a match with Roman that I know for a fact he's not going to win. Well, we know Cesaro ain't going to win, and we damn sure know yeah. Nakamura ain't yeah. going to beat him. Yeah, but that's okay for both of those guys. I, I guess I just care about Big E more. <laughs> I guess that's all it is. I guess it's just me being biased toward Big E. I, the, the next two liable candidates up to bat for me is Big is uh, Seth Rollins and Big E. Now, Seth Rollins, man, you can always put Seth Rollins in that in that in that picture, man, and it's okay. I mean, he Seth Rollins is a main event star. That's just yeah. all it is to it. Can he beat Roman? Don't know. Don't even, I, I, I want to see. See, I want to see Roman. You know, in between maybe Cesaro and Seth or Nakamura. Maybe he can get a little, uh, a little few with Rey Mysterio. Man, Rey Mysterio is a legend. And Rey Mysterio can still play on a good match. So before he can't play on a good match, you know, get him in her run for a little bit. He's a bit ba- what? He's a baby what? face. What he's a baby if? face. Yeah. What if 
What if? What if Randy came to SmackDown? Don't come to SmackDown, Randy. Just stay with your RK bro thing with Matt Riddle and just leave it at that. <laughs> the RK bro. <laughs> hey, Randy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to do that. Oh, that was the best part of the movie. I swear, I swear that was the best part of the whole episode. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta expect those two guys to get the, to get the titles at, 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 at SummerSlam, huh? SummerSlam, they got, they gotta be, a, they gotta be tag team titles for RK Bro, right? Yeah, I, I think that'd be perfect. I, Randy, does, you can tell he's hating it. <laughs> he is hating it. Oh, I love when Randy hit that RKO on Xavier and and Kofi. Oh, and Riddle, and Riddle was like, how are you going to make friends, bro, if you keep doing that to everybody? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You can't I'm trust Randy. Dying. I'm dying. How are you going to make friends if you just keep doing that to everybody? Oh, <laughs> man. That's great. Ugh. Oh, man. I love it. Hey, bro. Hey, Randy. <laughs> All right, man. That's, that's over an hour, man. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up, man. Uh, R.I.P. to New Jack, man. Damn. R.I.P. New Jack, man. R.I.P. New Jack. Man. Let's uh, meet up again soon, man. Let's call it that, man. Is it meet again <laughs> at the summer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Peace. Peace. And that is the end of our show. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, remember, hit up the show at Wrestling Groupie Pod. Get in your questions. And we will read those on the air and answer them. Uh, anything you want. Anything that's you know that you think is fun or political or deep or not deep or whatever. Uh, get it in. Be a part of the show. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. Take it easy. Peace.